Every year, I recap what I've learned in business as a digital service provider and now as a course creator and membership site owner. And today, we're going to explore what those themes are for 2023. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. I don't need more sugar. I don't need more caffeine. I want to introduce you to today's podcast sponsor, Magic Mind. It's the world's first productivity shot. I've tried it. I've loved it. It's improved my focus, my clarity, and helped me get work done and stay on track. The good news is it has organic ingredients that help boost your mood, decrease your stress, and support your immunity and give you the energy you need to make it through the day focused and clear. Coffee does not equal energy. Magic Mind does. Magic Mind will help you give your clients your best when it comes to your marketing services. So go order it in the link below and I'll tell you more about our sponsor soon. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today, I have a little treat. We're going over my four lessons of 2023 and some insight on what's happening in our economy, in our online space, and how you can really get ahead moving into 2024. I'm in this privileged space to be able to talk to my peers who are business owners, small teams, solopreneurs. Some of them are up to seven figures. We have a lot of six-figure business owners. And then we have all types of different business models from coaches to course creators, membership site owners, influencers, and bloggers. And I'm just in this privileged space to be able to talk to them and then also have my foot in the digital service world because I do, I still do the work. I have two retainer clients and then I still take on project work. So it's fun to kind of hear what other people are noticing. And when you talk to other people about trends and what's happening, it just makes you realize that it's not just you. And 2023 has been an interesting year. Quite honestly, we are stepping into a recession where buying power has declined. People are being very tight with their money, which is great, great for them, but it also makes it harder to sell in the online space. And I think this really just positions our marketing assistants who are closer to the sale, who are closer to the money-making activities positioned in a place of power. But we've just seen so much change there. I have heard of quite a few businesses that have let go of their teams. I've heard of some big businesses shutting down, and I've seen some big gurus reposition their offers and structuring. And everyone's very concerned with profitability. And I think really gone are the days where everyone wanted, you know, 15 different specialists at that level. Like they're really trying to have a very slim and efficient team, which is good if you're one of those people who is the indispensable teammate who's not going to be replaced. But it's also hard if you are seeing your clients not making money and you're stressing whether they're going to be around. Is their business going to be around? And it's really a time for business owners to look at their profitability. And, you know, I've been doing that in my own business because I'm straddling both worlds as a course creator, you know, being the face of my business and then also some of the digital service work. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about What I've learned this year, it's always fun because I go back to the years before and look at my big lessons. And I feel like 
shamefully, they repeat. <laughs> I feel like God wants me to learn similar things every year, just a new way, a new way, a new apprehension, a new level. And there's this saying that my friend Tracy Litt says is to know and not do is to not know, right? So I'm just as guilty. You know, the problem is when we get stuck in these repeating patterns and nothing is changing and getting better. And that's probably the definition of insanity. So even in your own digital service business, you're going to be striving to improve, but it's not always this huge, like this huge percentage increase, right? Sometimes it's just small little changes that really add up year over year. I mean, that's the premise of, you know, creating habits, right? It's just 1% changes that really make a difference. So 2023 has been really interesting thinking about what has happened as far as recession in a tighter economy, but we also see some new changes in tech. I mean, uh, Google Analytics 4 released, we have ChatGPT has been around for a solid year now, and we're seeing such, such fast growth in those areas and how some of our clients are looking at marketing. And I think there's a lot of opportunities for all of us. And I know I am in that place now where I'm struggling to keep up with it all. I mean, I'm exactly like the type of client that you'll be working with who just wants someone to pick a lane and really help me show up the best way possible. And I'm going to say it. AI is one of those lanes. If you are going to be an early adopter, if you are going to learn, if you're going to be able to bring these tools into your workflows and work faster and more efficient, you are going to be ahead of the pack, especially going into this next year where purse strings are tighter. And you just instill such confidence if you are that early adapter, you're willing to play, you're willing to figure out ways to bring it into someone's business so they can work more efficiently. So, oh my gosh, where do I start with my lessons? (laughs) My lessons for 2023. I want to start with this funny stage of business I'm in, which we call the growth stage. So there's the startup phase where we first start approving the offer, we're making the sale, we're you know trying to understand our audience as much as possible. But once we've proved the model we've got in sales and we're able to repeat it, we're nowhere on to like a legitimate business here. Next comes the growth stage. And growth stage is all about dialing in those profit margins that we talked about and getting organized and systematic. And this is where I have really struggled this year because for so long, it was my teammate Deb and I, I don't know how we did it. I don't know. I don't know how we did it. And I did the client work and I'm raising four children. (laughs) I just have no idea. And I couldn't have done it without my right-hand woman's support. But now that we are really trying to get organized and and really streamline and be exceptional in our marketing, but also in our delivery to our students and our clients, it's getting hard. We just can't settle for subpar messy work anymore. So on the flip side, if you are a virtual assistant or marketing assistant, and you're one of those people that comes with that level of organization that can help someone skip this messy stage where they're going back and fixing everything, you have an advantage and lean into that. So yes, we had SOPs. Were they messy and updated? Yes. Is there a lot that was in my brain, in Deb's brain, that weren't really documented for a teammate? Yes. And then just like little things with where are files? I mean, I'm spending way too much time in Canva trying to find stupid graphics because this teammate started one here, this teammate started one here, this one started one here and didn't share it with me. And so I'm just really trying to get more streamlined. And I will say very blankly, I don't quite have the ops brain. 
I know that I have a knack for being organized and thinking ahead and having that bird's eye strategy. I don't always like getting into the granular details of everything. I think there's quite honestly a little bit of problem if I have to get in there and start managing it, which I'm feeling like I'm having to do. But I think it's all going to pay off once we extract things out of my brain and we get things the way I like it where it's running smoothly, where people feel very empowered in their position and their lane to do their job, I think it's going to really pay off. So we've just been getting more organized when it comes to Asana. That's what I'm using for project management. You know, how we name things, how we organize Google Drive and where where teammates can find things. One of the things I implemented this year, and I was kind of chuckling because I was just getting, I was getting kind of frustrated. And I read this book, What the Heck is EOS by Gina Wickman. I'll put the link here in the description. But it really helped me break down how I want my dream team operating. Because I truly want them to be autonomous and independent and operating in their zone of genius. But I also get to this point where I just, I can't manage it anymore. So I'm having to dive deep into some of that ops and leadership myself. So why am I saying that? Just like little things, like what we name files. Like there's just been no consistency. So I'm telling you this because you have an advantage going into your work with a client, even if you're new, if you're showing up at that premium level where you're like, this is how we name and organize files. After we do something, I will follow up instead of walking away. Like I will immediately follow up with action items. I will help keep my client organized so that she doesn't spend all this time project managing me. Like that's the downsize because I'm in this spot where I do need an OBM. I do need a launch manager, but I'm not at the budget to really bring somebody else on. And I have made the decision to have more implementers at this point. And I know that person's coming for me and I know it's not me. And I'm having to fill that role right now. And sometimes I suck at it. I mean, I get interrupted when the bus comes. Just what happens. So I'm learning to be more organized in my personal life. And in my business, there's still like so many hours drowning and I can only spend so much time on things. Like I could ask teammates to go really deep on some things, but I also don't really have the budget for that either. So it's like finding that sweet spot. So if my team could just be organized from the get-go, if you can be organized with your clients, if you could make daily habits to clear out digital clutter, store things right the first place. I mean, it's the same conversation we have with our teenagers. Put it away, put it away. I can never find a kitchen scissors. Somebody walked off with them again. Like this is the door they go in. Let's make this a habit. Okay, so that seems really silly, but it really does impede your context switching, getting things done, opening rabbit holes, things just being done right the first time and not dropping balls. So that brings me up to my lesson number two, which was my phenomenal team support. I know I just like ragged on them a little bit, but like this is also we can grow. Like I take ownership. My team support this year was phenomenal. I took a little bit of a risk and I brought on two new people on my team. And I brought in someone to help me with the inbox. I had somebody on the team doing it as a stopgap, you know, temporary help. And it was not amazing. It's not that it wasn't amazing support. It just wasn't her role. It wasn't her dream role. And it was always temporary. And I realized like, okay, this is actually critical. The inbox is critical to me. I need somebody who really has that way with words who communicates well, not professional and on brand. And I got a recommendation from my friend Dallas Travers. Shout out to Dallas. She's a coach and she's phenomenal and such a generous 
business owner with her community and her peer group, and she recommended somebody. So I hired Anna, and she's been helping with my inbox and kind of to thread it back to being organized, really owning the process of creating frequently asked questions, a database, owning some of the SOPs and really making it a smoother process. So I know when I give her something, like she will complete it. She's taken over the tagging and filtering. I encourage you to go back and listen to our episode with Jason Nunes. He does inbox management. And if you're in the work group, go watch his training on inbox management. Oh my gosh, so good, so helpful. It's just not something I'm strong with. Here's the deal. If you catch me, like my drunk drawer in my kitchen will be perfectly organized, but I have a hard time keeping it that way. Like I have a hard time with that consistency over time. And that's truly what a team does, whether it's ops, admin, or marketing. That's why my DMAs get hired. We're able to keep that weekly email going, social going, communicate with affiliates so the balls aren't being dropped. We're able to help you show up on social, on Google, with the blogs. Like we can pick up the marketing because it's so hard to stay consistent and we're all drowning. And so my team, I now have inbox support and I hired a tech specialist, an email marketer to help me with active campaign because I was doing some of the workflows still over there and the automations. And I want to be in my dream business, writing the email and handing it off to someone else. She reports and tracks the data and comes back to me. So that's going really well. And then I have some dream projects for her in the off season. And then I have been working with a digital marketing assistant from my own program as well all year. And it's been fun to gradually give her more tasks. So she's pretty much managing the back end of this podcast, making sure it gets published and promoted. She's helping me with my blog and she's helping me with social. And I like it because it's a tag team relationship. She gets stuck writing something. I can pop in there and help. She's not responsible for all of my social. I feel like it's working really well. And why this was so key was I had a little little blip happen where I couldn't keep up with everything in the middle of my launch. And it was so nice that I had set some of these teammates in place that they were really able to run with it and keep it floating, keep it looking like I was showing up every day when I wasn't, when I was having some like crisis happening and, and, and my family needed me. And it was nice that my team had been in place doing the work and they were able to keep the house from burning down. And I mean, you guys know it. So many clients come to us and they're like, oh, launching tomorrow, house is burning, business is burning, I need someone now. And we're like, it's too late. Like it is a process. Fortunately, I brought Anna in right before the launch. So she had just enough time to really learn it. But honestly, I struggled. Should I bring her in now or should I just wait after the launch? I mean, it was easy to be very scared about money. Do I have the extra you know, income and revenue to pay for this two more people. But I just realized that I needed both her and my Marcy, my email tech to be in place for this launch. They needed to understand. And there's nothing better than putting them in a launch, managing expectations, having to find roles, and just knowing the next launch will be even better. Hey, time out. I have a quick word from our sponsor, Magic Mind. It's the world's first productivity drink. And oh my gosh, I've been drinking these several afternoons in a row, and I drink it when I hit that slump right after lunch. You know, after you've eaten and you get food coma, but I still need to power through the rest of my workday until the kids come home from school. So this little productivity shot is only two ounces and it has a whole bunch of natural organic ingredients. Nothing bad like an energy drink. I don't drink those anyway. And not the same thing as coffee. Coffee does not equal energy. What I need help is, is focusing and getting my brain back on tasks 
through the slump of the afternoon. And I mean, for all of us, that's a different time of day. Magic Mind will boost your energy and your focus, help you crush procrastination and elevate your mental clarity, which is where I really get challenged as a mom in brain fog and as a business owner. This also helps me bring my A-level game every time I show up and do strategy, do very critical implementation work and tech automations for my clients. And it also tastes good. It feels good going into your body because it doesn't have all these crazy side effects like anxiety and sleeplessness and those harmful ingredients that are in all of those energy drinks. So this is safe, no extra sugar either. Again, it's called Magic Mine. It has heaps of antioxidants. And if you really want to nerd out on marketing, go check out their sales page because it is a treasure trove of great copy, the best I've ever seen. You can order yours on Amazon in the link below. Now, I have to tell you, I was really stuck on this Van Gogh puzzle. It was very in-depth, all these different colors. It was very hard to see. I had a hard time focusing. I'd start working on one little area of colors and move to the other. You know I'm a puzzle nerd. And I just couldn't focus. And after taking Magic Mind, I finished the dang jigsaw puzzle. Oh my gosh, how is that for like social proof? You gotta laugh with me. Sometimes we just need that extra focus and we need help without context switching, and we just need to go deep and fast with our client work, and Magic Mind can help. All right, it really helped me. I think you should try it. Go order it in the link below. All right, back to the show. I also brought on a brand new Facebook community manager because I know that the fulfillment of my course, the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, is very, it's a doozy. And I wanted someone who very much understood my community and would be showing up and scheduling everything for me. So all I have to do is show up for calls because I knew with what was going on with my family that I needed that extra level of support and attention. And it's great. I hired Megan. Many of you have seen, I've talked about her on the podcast. Um, I've kind of been watching her for three years. I hear glorious good things about her from other seven-figure business owners. So the second she had availability, I scooped her up. And it's really nice because Megan's doing something I want all of you to do. She's going through my course at the same time. So not only is she nurturing my students, but she's making an effort to understand my content. Because I was joking with my teammate, Deb, I'm like, I need a content department because it's all in my brain and I need to have people help cue me up to be able to do podcasts, to do live talks. And it's wonderful. Like every time we have a live, Megan will take notes on what I talked about last time and bring it to the forefront. One time I was, you know, speaking on boundaries and she's like, this is what you did last year at this time because it it's in my head, but it needs to come out in a way that's organized, right? So those are just little things about how she's going the extra mile. I have another community manager just doing the work group, which is really helping me nurture the work group better. And I kind of slack on marketing it. My work group is my baby. Those are my serious service providers who are making money, accomplishing big things. And we're sharing jobs with them. We're trying to get them to connect and improve their marketing assets and really help them get to that premium sweet spot, right? Where they're where they're not working all the time and they have dream clients and they're they're out of the hourly rates and they're really full of job satisfaction and flexibility. And so now I have somebody just in that lane really able to nurture it, but also get things scheduled ahead of time so everybody knows because we're busy. So they know what's coming down the pipeline and we get better attendance on things. So having that membership coordinator is crucial. 
And so uh, if you're interested in the Digital Marketers Workgroup, we're taking applications now, but we only open a few times a year and I'm getting more solid on when I do that. And that kind of goes into my next point, which is about protecting my energy. But I just want to finish up with the team support. The team is critical. It's critical for people to augment what I do for me to pull out of all of the nitty gritty tasks so I can do bigger and better things. This has freed me up to have some big wins this year. I've been in a couple big summits, Gemma Bonham Carter's AI Summit, the Digital Nomad Summit. I've booked some speaking gigs. I've been on a couple cool podcasts. And so I couldn't do that if I was stuck in the admin and the task delegation of my business. So Uh, The team support was phenomenal, got me through the launch, got me through some hard times, and it's just helping me enjoy December. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, so that brings up my third lesson of 2023 is just protecting my energy. This kind of goes back to some things I've said in the past. Like I have a habit of being a people pleaser, saying yes, not saying no, spreading myself too thin. And if anything, I have just learned that I need more protected time. I need time to be creative. And that was my word of the year was white space. And I felt like I didn't do a great job, but I also need to do things that light me up. For this year, it was the business retreat I did to Cancun, getting to swim with the whale sharks and also just not being in this frantic, like knocking out my punch list of to-do items all of the time instead being in a place of like ease and where is my zone today? Where's my zone? What do I feel like doing? I feel like doing this video because I curled my hair, right? I feel like recording a podcast and all of that. So protecting my energy as a business owner is going to get me to that next level so I can show up in the bigger ways, combined with being organized, combined with phenomenal team support, understanding and repeating this mantra like I am fully supported and I deserve to be, and then that energy to not be spread out so thin, to be filled with ease, to not be around people who are sucking out my energy with low vibration. And I'm not a super woo person, but I'm really trying to embrace how I talk to myself, how I guard my time so I don't burn out. And we need this as freelancers. We get so spread thin doing the client work, trying to build our business, doing the back end stuff of our business, and then trying to show up for our families. It's really, really hard. And so knowing when you're depleted in one and what you need to do to fill it up. So I was just on Sophia Parr's Marketing Unfiltered podcast, and she was asking me, well, what do I do? And I'm like, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm filled with anxiety, I have to remove myself from this environment and do something new and creative and just like let those juices come back. And I was not doing a great job of that the last few years because I've been in hustle mode and mom mode, right? So this brings up my fourth lesson of 2023, which was to take on passion projects. I think so many people are giving us advice like say no, charge more, do more, only do things that make a profit, 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 profit. But honestly, I'm in this business to also have fun and I wanna be able to help people. And so I've been giving myself permission to do passion projects and say yes to missions that help me. And sometimes I get paid. I'm doing one passion project right now where I'm not getting paid. It's an in-kind donation, but I feel really good about what I'm doing. I'm also advising another friend who's doing some volunteer work as well with a food pantry and being able to help them with their marketing, even though it's like a step removed with no one giving me credit, like that feels really good. And that lights me up too. And whenever you can work in different industries, see things outside of your bubble, you can bring it back and you grow from that. You really, you do grow from that. And so that also kind of brings my energy back up. So it goes like twofold, right? 
And then all the other things, trying to say no more, trying to work out, trying to eat healthier, right? Trying to raise rates. Like all of that is true, right? We're trying to do that every year. The good news is I didn't get scammed like I did last year. I was better with my money. I had better profit margins this year, even though some of my revenue was down in certain areas. I had another successful launch. I had a six-figure launch. Go back and listen to the launch tactics episode that just came out. It really is paying off. I can feel it inside me that I'm at the cusp in my business, but I also can feel something really magical happening in the digital marketing assistance space. I know there's some messiness happening with MRR right now, with the digital side hustle, which is really like being an influencer, like fake stuff going on. But I just know that my digital marketers are sitting at the cusp of something really, really big and important. And it's so fun to see even where some of my students have grown from the last three years, right? There are some people who started three years ago who are doing really big things in their business. It just makes me so proud. And it's really always lights me up to see this cool way they're structuring their offers. Like it doesn't have to be so rigid. You're allowed to combine what you do well with what your client needs and like find a solution to their problem. Like you don't have to do the same thing everyone else is doing. Like you can find your hybrid offers that make sense. So it's kind of like you can play with that. You know, you don't have to be the same as everybody else. So there's some good news going into 2024 that I would just like to highlight I think there's a big opportunity for anyone going in the AI space, whether you're doing marketing or operations. Content repurposing is huge right now. Most of my peers and my network who talk to me who want to hire, they want that content repurposer. They want someone who is really good at understanding their messaging and their business and will go back and mine their old posts find their core pillars and be able to repurpose it. And I don't just mean like copy paste, but being able to fine tune it, update it and make it better. We're seeing big, big opportunities with blogging and SEO now that we have AI tools. So I feel like that service alone, we get a lot of job requests for. And we had a podcast about that. So you can go back and listen to that. But one thing I really want to talk about is moving into the corporate consulting space. I feel like there's such opportunity there. I grabbed some stats about how more companies are cutting down on their labor and trying to hire more contingent labor. They are really looking for more freelancers. And especially as they let employees go, they have to make up for some of that work. And so I have the stat 67% of corporations expect their contingent workers to increase. That's crazy in the eight, in the next 18 months. So it's easy to look at it and be like, oh my gosh, there's a recession, jobs are drying up, but it's not actually... It's not actually quite true. So whatever you can do in 2024 to position yourself to be one of those people that the corporations are hiring to be that consultant, I really think is a good end game because that's where the bigger contracts are, right? That's where you truly get paid for your expertise. You can get out of this bubble of working for the online business owners, right? 
And it's just kind of, it's kind of twofold because, you know, a lot of online businesses are closing, but there's also a lot starting. There's big gains in the e-learning market. There's big gains in e-commerce. There's still all these small businesses locally who need marketing support. There are plenty of jobs. So I don't want you to start 2024 thinking it's too late for you. You can't possibly like help anyone with marketing. Nobody needs that because I see so much abundance. What I do see is people wanting tried and true professionals to do the work. Like they're not just trusting anyone anymore. They're a little bit more careful who they hire. So you need to be strategic, intentional in the work you accept and how you grow and how you push yourself to be primed and ready. So you could get those big contracts. Okay, so I gave a little bit of a state of the union here today. Some of my my top four lessons of 2023. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took something away. Sometimes it's just nice to have these conversations. If you're a digital marketer, if you're a virtual assistant, if you're a freelance marketing assistant, come join us inside our community, the Digital Marketers Workgroup. There we continue to learn marketing, stay up to date. We have roundtables. We help each other with services and pricing. We just finished our services guide challenge. We're there to push you so you have exceptional services, so you can start offering those big fat packages, so you have more freedom and flexibility in your business. Go to the show notes and you can get the application link. Just put your application in now. You might be able to see some of the holes you have in your business that you need to go fill in. We really do want businesses that are set up, taking on clients confident in their services. And this might mean you need to do a little bit of the back-end work in your business to be able to take on clients. You might need to invest in some hard skills so you're confident, or you might need to take on a volunteer gig so you get more experience, more confidence, and competency in all of that. All right, I have a huge, huge favor for everyone listening to this podcast. I'm really trying to hit 100 reviews. Could you go ahead and leave a five-star review? Tell me what you love about the show. It matters so much to the algorithm, but it really matters to me. It keeps me going. I love hearing your feedback. And make sure you fill out my listener survey so I know what to bring you in 2024. I already have some great guest books, some great topics, but I want to hear from you. So if you have something I haven't covered or something you want me to go deeper on, send me a DM on Instagram at Emily Reagan PR. I'd love to keep the conversation going over there. I always get frustrated with podcasts because I feel like it's a one-way talk, like me just talking. And so if you want to keep this going, let's do that. And of course, those of you in the work group, we'll see you over there. We talk all the time. We have our happy hours. We have our posts, we have our threads, we have our challenges, but I still love to hear from you too. I'll see you in the new year. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. And I'm wishing you a very happy new year.